Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Today's inspiration is to remind you that you can't skip the process. In your journey of faith, on your way to receiving all God has for you, There will be seasons when you must go through an unpleasant process, which is a series of events that don't feel good, even though they're working for your good. While it would seem more ideal to avoid pain, trouble, disappointment, heartbreak, and struggle in God's kingdom, process, no matter how painful, leads to progress and rich rewards. Friend, if you trust God and refuse to give up, you will reap a glorious harvest on the other side of trouble. Welcome to this year Tuesday, August 24th, 2021 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. It's Deanna Hobbs here, bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever and feeling super honored and blessed that you have tuned in today to receive this word from the Lord. The Daily Cup family is a global faith family that God himself has connected for his own special purposes and glory. I am appreciative of how you not only listen, but share this broadcast with others so that they too may be uplifted and those who do not know Christ will get to know him. With that in mind, I'm giving a special shout out to Dr. Virginia Batchelor from Buffalo, New York who ran into my husband, Kenya, and shared how much she loves the podcast and tells others about the Daily Cup as well. Thank you so much for that, woman of God. It meant the world to me to hear it, and it put a huge smile on my face. To God be the glory. I do not take the support and love for granted. I know that you do not have to be here. Were it not for my amazing Daily Cup family sewing into, sharing, and praying for this 501c3 nonprofit ministry, we would not be impacting so many people around the world or making free Christian resources available or distributing this very podcast on select radio stations and online wherever podcasts are heard. So praise God for you. And praise God for Wendy, a school teacher from Milwaukee and a loyal member of your Daily Cup Faith family. She wrote into the ministry and said this, Dear Deanna, last year in May, I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer. Doctors caught it early, but I got deathly ill from the chemotherapy treatment. Sometimes I was too weak to lift my head but I played your podcast on repeat and they gave me strength. I recently finished my last radiation treatment and did not want to miss the chance to say thank you for your ministry and how you helped me get through my lowest valley. Oh, bless God. Glory to his great name. Wendy, I love this testimony so much. What an honor it is to be used by God as a vessel Please know the whole Daily Cup Faith community is praising God for bringing you through your breast cancer treatment and for strengthening you through his word. You already know what's next. Can we get a praise break for Wendy right here? 
and inspiring testimonies like this remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow in their faith. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org slash donate. Thank you for your generosity. All right, it is now time to receive today's word, but first a prayer. God, we come together today for no other reason but to hear a word from you. I ask you to anoint this message and speak through me to the person you sent to press play. Encourage their heart. For this we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You can't skip the process. The following is the audio companion to the written devotion available right now at yourdailycupofinspiration.com brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries. Last week, my 17-year-old son, Kadar, spent some time with me sitting at the foot of my bed and playing his acoustic guitar for a good little while. It seems like only a few weeks ago, though it's been way longer, that Kadar started strumming his guitar regularly. Now he's so good at it. He even offered to teach mommy how to play some chords. I accepted his offer. And though it was fun trying to follow Kadar's directions, after a bit of time passed, my fingertips started aching. They turned red and I saw deep grooves where the hard strings had dug into my skin. It made me think about the early days of Kadar learning to play. He complained that his fingers were hurting and sore, but at the time he didn't understand why. After doing research, though, Kadar discovered that pain is a natural part of the process of learning to play the guitar. And here's why. Whenever a newbie player repeatedly presses their soft fingertips against the hard guitar strings, this pressure causes trauma to the fingers. And this trauma, though unpleasant, is necessary because eventually it toughens the skin. The only way to toughen up the fingertips is to keep on playing and practicing despite the pain. Eventually, the fingertips heal and develop rough calluses, and when that happens, the hard strings don't hurt anymore. So, at first, trauma hurts, but it also heals, right? And all that is what I have been learning over the past two years. 2019 was traumatic for me. Going through that incident, that terrible health crisis, coming out of it with post-traumatic stress disorder, where the body remembers the trauma and remains in a heightened state of alert. I can get scared and startled by the smallest thing, but God has reminded me that if I keep trusting him and keep on doing the work and keep pushing past the pain then my journey to wholeness will not be in vain. And I tell you what, I have seen God move by his power. The panic attacks I used to have regularly have all but faded away. God is able to heal trauma. Somebody listening to me, you're going through some trauma and God sent Deanna Hobbs to tell you that he will heal you everywhere you hurt. Doesn't matter the source of the trauma, the cause of it, how difficult the road has been. 
wholeness is available to you. That's a good word for all of us. When we go through something traumatic and difficult, if we don't give up and we do the work, despite the pain, we come out on the other end tougher, stronger, more resilient, and equipped to handle pressure. By the way, I sounded a hot mess <laughs> on that guitar, if you're wondering. Even placing my fingers where Kadar told me to put them wasn't enough to make me sound good. I don't know the right amount of pressure to apply or how to be as exacting with my finger placement. So I butchered my attempts to do what Kadar easily does. Why? Because I skipped over the very thing that qualifies Kadar and gives him an edge over me. It's called process. Process, in its most basic sense, is a series of actions or steps taken to achieve a particular end or goal. Sometimes, processes are very unpleasant, painful, and undesirable, and I know that nobody likes to go through hard stuff. But in God's kingdom, if you want to reap the rewards of progress, you must sow seeds in the soil of process. We don't get to skip over process and trauma, no matter how obedient and submitted to God we are. Jeremiah the prophet, for example, was obedient and fully submitted to God, but his life was not trauma-free or difficulty-free. In the 52 chapters of the book of Jeremiah, which contain the prophecies of the man we know as the weeping prophet, we see Jeremiah go through tough stuff. At the time of his ministry, the Jews, God's chosen ones, were not obeying the Lord and had come under divine judgment. Jeremiah's mission was to warn and prepare the people for this inescapable period of judgment that would last 70 years. In Jeremiah 1, when the prophet first received his divine calling, God said that even before birth, he had hand-selected and anointed Jeremiah to be a prophet to the nations. The Lord also told Jeremiah not to be afraid because he would be with him, giving him what to say and empowering him to fulfill his assignment. Oh, but nevertheless, brother Jeremiah would still go through it because my friend, you can be anointed and traumatized. You can be appointed by God and still the enemy will come for you. Adversity will come against you. Obstacles will erect before you. Still, with God on his side, Jeremiah had to go through a difficult process because nobody wanted to hear his message of judgment. They wanted to do what they wanted to do and still be rewarded and favored. Human nature. But Jeremiah couldn't sugarcoat the truth for the Israelites, more specifically, the southern kingdom of Judah. So Jeremiah was obedient and delivered the unfavorable news, which led him down a path of rejection and ridicule. He was ignored, mocked, and even persecuted despite his divine calling and obedience to that call. Who said obedience makes life easy? That following God's commands guarantees smooth sailing or that doing the will of God averts trouble and keeps all the storms away. God certainly did not say that. 
His word never promises us such things. We don't get to skip over the process, even though we are not under the old covenant as Israel was in our text. But the covenant of grace where Jesus paid the penalty for our wrongdoing, that doesn't mean that we can expect blue skies and sunny weather all the time. Amen. In Jeremiah 28, a false prophet, Hananiah, painted a rosy, sunny picture for Israel, predicting blue skies instead of the hailstorm of judgment that was on the way. Hananiah delivered a process-skipping word that he said was from God. He stood up before a packed congregation and told the people something completely different from what Jeremiah had been saying. Jeremiah had been telling Judah the truth, which was the Babylonian Chaldean army would destroy the temple. They would conquer Jerusalem and annihilate thousands upon thousands of people. They would then carry the survivors into captivity in Babylon, a hub of pagan culture where the Israelites would remain for 70 whole years before their ultimate deliverance came. But in Jeremiah 28 and 3, Hananiah, who was not walking in the spirit of God, but operating totally in the flesh, lied and said that God was going to turn things around, deliver Israel from Babylonian captivity and completely restore them all in the span of two years. Wait now, Hananiah shaved off 68 full years. Never mind that Jeremiah and Isaiah and all the other true prophets that came before Hananiah were all in agreement that it was a 70-year judgment period. I imagine that while Hananiah's no revelation having self was prophelying in front of all those people, Jeremiah was probably thinking, I know this man Hananiah did not just stand up in this church and tell a bald-faced lie like that. I know better than that. Jeremiah probably wanted to yank Hananiah up and tell him to sit down somewhere. Daily Cup family, I grew up in the Church of God in Christ denomination. We call it Kojic. And let me tell you, if you said something untrue or were out of line in front of the congregation, you ran the risk of getting embarrassed in front of everybody and told to have several seats in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hananiah better be happy Jeremiah wasn't a Kojic bishop because Hananiah would have gotten his little feelings hurt that day. But I digress. Jeremiah wasn't Kojic and he didn't call out Hananiah in front of all the priests and congregants. Instead, Jeremiah simply said in verses six through nine, which I'm paraphrasing, well, amen and praise the Lord, brother. Although what you're saying is different from all the other true prophets, I hope you're right. And we'll know if you are right if this word comes true. I'll spare you the suspense and make a long story short. Not only did Hananiah's false prophecy not come true, but God killed Hananiah that same year for lying on God and causing the people to trust in that lie. Ouch. The real prophecy forced Israel to face the bitter reality that they could not skip over their process. Yet, the bitter phase would have a sweet end. God was not finished with them just as he is not finished with you. In the following chapter, we find that infamous and encouraging passage in Jeremiah 29 and 10 through 11. God told Jeremiah in the New International Version, 
When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. God said, while there will be difficulty, there will also be deliverance. And this word I just read is the word for you today. And it's the one I'm stirring into your cup of inspiration. As you drink down the contents of your cup, God is saying, though you will have some bad times, I will perform my good word. I will keep my promises. I will restore you. I will bless you. I will establish you. After you suffer, better days are coming. Jesus said in John 16, in this world, you will have trouble, but fear not. I have overcome the world. Fear not, my dear friend. God has already declared you victorious. Fear not. This is not the end. Fear not. When this phase of struggle is over, you will be fruitful. Fear not. You shall be made whole. Fear not. Every chain must be broken. Fear not. You will be released to walk into the fullness of your destiny. Fear not. Even though you don't get to skip over the process, good things are still on the horizon. Fear not. Romans 8 and 28 is still true. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. We know it ain't over till it's good. No matter how hard it gets, all things are working together. All things are accomplishing the purpose of God. And in all things, according to Romans 8 and 37, you are more than a conqueror through Christ who loves you. Remember, the God of the process is walking through the process with you. And at the conclusion of it all, you will be even more blessed and favored. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you for assuring them that whatever process they must go through, however long, unpleasant or traumatic, you will bring them out victoriously. Your word says you would never leave nor forsake us. So I praise you for walking through every valley and storm with your beloved servant and assuring them that at the appointed time, your good plans for their life will come to fruition. For this, we give your name the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Your daily cup of inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to yourdailycupofinspiration.com.